Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone. My name is Pyle and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today, I wanted to share with you a no-fluff, completely hear-it-in-my-own-voice version of what my spiritual practice is looking like these days. Summer is coming. I think summer is actually here um, in Arizona. It is getting warm, and I wanted to share with you just what my days are looking like, how I incorporate spirituality into my life, because I think we talk theoretically so much about spirituality. We have all of these just good thoughts, good belief systems, um, good practices that we want to implement. But in reality, I understand it is hard to implement. I know that we have a life outside of deep connection. And I know not everybody's full-time job is trying to evolve themselves to be a more conscious human. I know that we all have responsibilities. We all have bills to pay. We have careers. We have families. We have so much to manage. So how do you merge that with your spirituality? That is what I want to share with you today. I think a lot of people assume I have a very chill life, which I actually really do. I think I have a very chill lifestyle. I mean, me and Tom don't have kids yet. We own a home. Like we're not in an apartment anymore. I don't know. Like we, I think we have a very relaxed lifestyle. However, where we get really busy is we have a lot of people in our life who have a lot going on. So we, both of our families live in Arizona our entire families, siblings, siblings, families, siblings, children, parents, all of that. I also have a lot of friends who live here because we all went to college at Arizona State. So we have a ton of friends and that group of friends is me and Tom's mutual group. That's how we met. And then we are also in this season where all of our friends are getting married. So there's so much happening around us and they're also all having kids. So marriage, kids. So there's all of these milestones happening. And I think so many of my listeners and you guys are probably in the same boat where there's so much happening in so many people's lives. And it's those types of milestones that we celebrate. It's not like the milestone where it's like, okay, you tell one person. It is the big milestones with the celebration. So there's just a lot happening. We're in that busy season. I think that's what your 20s and 30s really start to become about is it's not only you and your job and establishing yourself, but it's also you being there for other people's milestones. And 
If this is an area of your life, I just recorded an episode about friendships that you might want to listen to. Like if this is an area that's taking a lot of your energy, just other people, feel free to go listen to that. It's the one right before this. But what I really wanted to share with you is what to do when you are a spiritual being and you just feel like you don't have time. Because honestly, that is how I've been feeling lately. I feel like I just haven't been able to have time for myself. So these days we're also traveling. At the time that this episode is published, we will be in Europe or I'll be right back. Like I think one of the two, Um, I don't really exactly remember, but it's like, there's so much happening. You also care about yourself. So how do you actually practice spirituality. We theoretically know what manifestation is. We know what meditation is. We know what reprogramming your mind is, but how do you actually sit and do that? And this is going to sound like a plug to my membership, which it is a shameless plug, but it's also because I really believe that it's going to help you because it's the one thing that's helped me. And I say this all the time, but I have taken almost every manifestation course, the big ones, the popular ones, the expensive ones. I've taken them all. I have read hundreds of spiritual books. It's literally the only genre of book I enjoy reading. So I've read them all. I have listened to so many podcasts on this topic. Like I just feel like I have, I am someone who since she was the age of 12, been very engrossed in this journey. And I promise you when I tell you the only way you can actually do it is to take time out of your busy life to actually do it. So what does actually practicing mean? And what does actually practicing look like? Actually practicing manifestation or your spirituality can look like the extra five seconds you spend in the morning when you're laying in bed and you wake up and Don't grab your phone for just a second. Even if you grab your phone, I'm not even asking you not to grab your phone. I have no problem with that. But just pause and say, thank you for waking up. That counts. That is a part of your spiritual practice. Those are the types of moments. Maybe before you grab a cup of tea or you drink a sip of water, you pause and you're like, wow, with this next sip of liquid I'm drinking, I am in I am feeling better. I am just injecting my cells with unconditional love. That's going to be another way. It can be while you're driving to work. You can say that, hey, during this drive to work, this is my me time and I'm going to listen to something that evolves my consciousness. So there's a difference in spirituality between practicing and consuming. Like right now, listening to this podcast is a version of consumption. You are hearing my thoughts. You are hearing my definition of something, right? But spirituality and your spiritual practice is actually you listening to your own thoughts. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of get confused because it's like, okay, I'm going to read all these books. I'm going to listen to all these podcasts. I'm going to attend all these courses. But ultimately, most of those things are other forms of you consuming. They're not giving you or holding space for you to reconnect with yourself. And that's what true spiritual practice is, is a moment for you to get back into your own body, your own mind, your own soul. So that moment where you're waking up and saying, thank you for a second, that's you doing that for yourself. The moment where you're infusing an affirmation into a water, that is you choosing 
to infuse the affirmation. Do you see the difference? It's very nuanced, but I think we can get caught in the cycle of overconsumption of spiritual topics of manifestation work where we forget to actually do the practice. So the practice is actually so subtle that I think we want, because manifestation feels like such a big thing, right? Creating something into your physical reality feels huge that we think that these subtle things that we're doing aren't enough to make that shift. But in reality, they are. They are more than enough. And those are going to be the things that make a difference. Writing three affirmations down by hand or looking at yourself in the mirror and saying those three affirmations and just pausing for those few moments, being intentional, being aware of your energy is such a powerful version of a meditation than it is for you to maybe try and force yourself to sit in silence and meditate, but you're just distracted. Maybe you start by doing different, more engaged versions of meditation rather than trying to clear your thoughts completely because that is a very advanced practice and you might feel frustrated. So that might not be worth it. Maybe you want to start with something that you notice the shifts that feel better. So for me, all of this to say, what I really do is I lean on my app, Affirm It. Um, it's a membership, so it is paid, but I lean on that so much because there are so many tools in there to make my practice easy. There's guided affirmations. I can literally hit play and subconsciously practice reprogramming my mind while I'm working, while I am sleeping. I can listen to sleep affirmations. There are, I created this new thing called a routine where you literally click play and I guide you through. It's like a guided visualization, affirmation, breathwork combination where I guide you through how to shift your energy in just two minutes based on how you're feeling. So those are the spiritual tools that I lean on. And it's not like this huge kind of 30 minute ordeal. It can be one minute of a routine or just scrolling through 10 affirmations or writing down one journaling prompt and reflecting on it. That is really what I've been leaning on. And the other thing I'm really leaning on affirmant, which I just added in is tapping. So tapping is a version of combining affirmations with your pressure points. And you're kind of, you can, if you're in the video, you can see me, but you're tapping on, you might've seen these videos online. You're tapping on certain pressure points um, and it helps you reprogram your body and your mind on a deeper level than maybe just verbally or just handwriting your affirmations. It's kind of bringing the physical aspect of affirmations into it. So it's a really fun technique. So those are the types of things that I seriously lean on. Completely genuine. I swear I'm not just trying to get you to buy my membership, although I would love to have you in there. But it's because I really feel that there's nothing that holds space for you to connect with you. And I think Affirmant does that. I think Affirmant and I created it for myself, honestly, is because I needed a way to hold space for myself. And when I realized that so many other people go through all these manifestation courses, but then forget about it a week or two later, it's because there's no space for them to come back to that's easy, that's convenient, that has all the right tools for all of the areas in their life where they can be like, wow, I'm feeling anxious today. Okay, let me work through that oh, wait, today I'm feeling so high energy. What do I want to manifest? Let me amplify. Like that difference of actual physical energetic space, I think is something that Affirmant offers that I've never seen anywhere else in such a cohesive way without the fluff, without the extra thing. It is all the tangible, which I think is the thing that most of us are missing on our manifestation journeys. Like 
yes, you can learn about manifestation. I think you know more about manifestation and spirituality than you give yourself credit for. But how much are you actually practicing? Not the type where you're looking on social media. I know I said this in a podcast recently, but how much are you actually practicing? Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created a it so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirmant membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. So for me, that is where so much of my spiritual practice is based off of. And realistically, the one thing that I have been still doing is I always wake up and I pause and I say thank you. That moment of conscious awareness for me has been a game changer. And I usually in the morning, if I do have my phone, I turn on this thing where I can't access social media, but I can still access like if I want to text or if I want to... Honestly, the only other app I go into is Affirm It. So, or my photos. Sometimes I like look at my own photos as like, okay, I want to scroll, but then I'll just look through my pictures and then I get bored. So it's a very smart way to use your phone rather than trying to completely cut your phone out. Um, I go on this certain mode where I my social media apps are locked and then I'll just be forced to go into Affirm It and say, okay, maybe I want to do a routine today. Maybe I want to listen to something, listen to guided affirmations, or maybe I want to listen to a guided meditation today. So that's something I always try and do is in the morning, right when I wake up, I pause and say thank you. And then based off of how I'm feeling, because I'm very sensitive to how I feel in the morning, sometimes I'll feel anxious, sometimes I'll feel super aligned. So depending on how I feel, I'll go in and pick something accordingly. And then that's kind of it. Then throughout my day, when I'm doing my skincare, I'll make sure to be like, oh, you look beautiful today, or I hope you have a good day and just check in with myself. Then if I notice that I am getting worked up or stressed about my work or my friends, I will take a moment or my family, I'll take a moment and say, you know what? Let me recenter and I just take a few breaths. So throughout my day, I make it a point to notice my energy. And the moment I notice my energy off, I do something about it. I think there is so much power in knowing that it's really easy and really quick to reset your energy once you understand that. And that's what Affirmant allows you. That's what the routines allow you. That's what the tapping and the affirmations all allow you to do is take 30 seconds to two minutes to just reset your energy. Because I think a lot of the times we feel so bad or we feel so triggered throughout the day, but we are like, okay, when I go home, I can go journal on it. But it's like, that's not realistic. And then how much of your vibration is being dampened when ultimately you could run to the bathroom or your car for a quick 30 seconds and refresh your energy right then and there. And I think that is powerful. And that's something recently that's really shifted for me with all the new stuff I've been adding in Affirm It. I've been able to use it more throughout my day. And it's really been helping me because I used to do these things in my head. But then sometimes I would just overthink it and I wouldn't do it. So I was like, let me put this into the app and see if this resonates and see if it actually works. And it's really been working for me. And I've heard from a lot of the, our Affirmant members, it's been working for them too. And it's all about just 
noticing because we notice pretty quickly when we don't feel good, but it's like doing something about it and knowing that you can do something about it when you don't feel good. You don't have to do this through the Affirmant app. You can do this on your own. But even for me, it was hard to keep doing it on my own because I ultimately would just think about it rather than actually do it. I would just kind of be like, oh, I should probably feel better. And I wouldn't actually take the moment to take a deep breath. I wouldn't actually take a moment to just repeat an affirmation to myself or to take a moment and pause and send love to the person who's really triggering me. So I wouldn't take those moments. I theoretically knew what to do, but I still wouldn't practice it. So having somewhere I could go to in my phone, the thing that I'm always holding was so helpful for me. And that's seriously no fluff. What's really been helping me is throughout my day, noticing how I feel and actually choosing to do something about it right then and there. And getting over the hurdle of choosing to do something about it, I think starts with just trying the first time. Maybe not when you're super busy, but when you feel a little bit busy, when you feel a little bit off, just take a second and be like, can I feel better right now? What would I do to feel better? And then go from there. For me, that's been the biggest game changer is giving myself permission to allow myself to tap into a tool to make me feel better. Because I think we sometimes assume I'm not going to feel better until I take a bath and do a face mask and meditate and turn off my phone when it's like, actually, why don't we accept the world we're in and the life that we're in and the busyness that we're in, we might not always be able to retreat. So how do I feel better even in the chaos? How do I keep my calm even though the world around me is so busy? So for me, when I'm traveling, when we're in weddings, when I'm around people who usually trigger me a lot, These are the things that really help me stay centered. It's not because I'm positive all the time. It's because I know and I lean on and I actually give myself permission to use the tools when I notice that discomfort creeping up, when I notice the sadness or the heavier emotions coming up. So my invitation for you is give yourself the credit and give yourself the knowledge and the awareness and the accessibility to have something for you that you can lean on throughout your day. You have something for you that you can go to when you're not feeling good because ultimately your spiritual practice is a practice. It's not going to be perfect every time. It's not going to look the same and be an hour every single day. It might be 30 seconds. Maybe the only part of your practice you do today is saying an affirmation over your water. And maybe you don't even get to that and that's okay too. Maybe you're just being aware of who you are and how you feel and you don't do anything about it and that's okay too. So don't put so much pressure on your spiritual practice to look the same every day, to be extensive every day, to be so busy. It can be quick. It can be like a quick 30 seconds of, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to read an affirmation and go back to my day. That's what helps me so much is using these technologies, using these resources and actually integrating them into my life rather than adding it on as another to-do list. Because when we add something on to our already never-ending to-do list, it makes it not a priority. So how can you integrate manifestation into your daily life? I think that's what my new definition of a spiritual practice is, is living manifestation as a lifestyle. 
it is now normal for me to when I don't feel good, I pause, I run to a bathroom if I'm around people or I go to my car or I just take a step back and I say, how can I feel better really quickly? And I'll open my app and it looks like I'm texting someone. I'll open my app and I'll do a quick routine. If I can't do that, I take a deep breath. So there are tools that you can lean on. And I think the biggest thing starts with giving yourself permission to do the same. So realistically, what my spiritual practice has been looking like these days is actually really short. I am going to take my journal with me to Europe. And who knows if I'll actually journal because my journaling has felt really hard. So I will virtually journal. I virtual in, I virtually journal inside of the Affirmant app because it's been hard for me or inconvenient for me to while I'm traveling journal. So sometimes the best I can do is write it down inside of Affirmant and that's okay too. So I want to share with you that everything I've created in Affirmant is what's actually allowed me to continue my spiritual practice as my life gets busier. And if you also have a busy lifestyle, don't put so much pressure on yourself that no technology is allowed to be in my spiritual practice. Like if that's the only way it can happen, that's okay too. So be flexible with yourself and also let your practice be messier rather than it having to be aesthetic and clean and picture perfect. It's allowed to be quick moments that no one knows about. Your spiritual practice is literally for you. So you don't have to put it on display. And I hope that helps you. So thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope it was insightful as to how I actually integrate these spiritual tools into my day rather than just telling you you should say affirmations. I hope it gave you some more tangible advice because that's what I was going for. So I love you. Thank you for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate interview the podcast and share it on your social media so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 